It's Monday, February 28th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Russian military has faltered early in its invasion of Ukraine as stiff resistance threatens to turn Moscow's hopes for a swift victory into a protracted and costly war, U.S. officials and allied military experts say. The Kremlin's ongoing invasion represents the most formidable challenge for the Russian military since it was modernized under General Valery Gerasimov, Russia's top military officer who was appointed to his post in 2012. Yet no Ukraine city has been taken by the Russian military. Some of the Ukrainian air force and air defenses are still intact. Western officials and analysts say that Russia's strategy had been based on the premise that an initial barrage of missile strikes and a thrust toward Ukraine's capital would bring about the quick collapse of President Vladimir Zelensky's government. Mr. Zelensky, however, remains defiant while facing long odds. The U.S. wants to pry China away from its tight partnership with Russia. According to U.S. officials, one step is making Beijing feel pain over Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Washington is looking to gain from any divisions between Moscow and Beijing, and Russia's full-scale assault on Ukraine is an opportunity to force China to choose between siding with Russia and maintaining valuable economic ties to Europe, the U.S., and other parts of the world. Punitive economic measures imposed on Russia, particularly export controls on certain technologies, would potentially hit China if its businesses and banks try to help Moscow. If China or any other country wants to engage in activity that would be subject to our sanctions, they'll be subject to our sanctions, a State Department official said. At the United Nations Security Council on Friday, when Russia vetoed a U.S.-backed resolution requiring Russia to withdraw from Ukraine, China abstained, along with India and the United Arab Emirates, drawing criticism from the U.S. Nepal's parliament approved a $500 million U.S. government aid program on Sunday, despite objections from China and protests from locals who say it could undermine the Himalayan nation's sovereignty and fuel a tussle for influence there between Washington and Beijing. The Speaker of Nepal's parliament, Agni Prasad Sapkota, announced that a majority had approved by a voice vote the implementation of the Millennium Challenge Compact, which was signed between Nepal and the U.S. government in September 2017. The funds would be used to increase electricity consumption by facilitating power trade and by improving the availability and reliability of electricity supply and to maintain road quality across the strategic road network, according to an official copy of the compact agreement. New York City Mayor Eric Adams said Sunday that the city's mask mandate for public schools and the vaccine requirement for restaurants, fitness centers, and entertainment venues could be lifted March 7th, provided that current COVID-19 trends continue. Earlier Sunday, New York Governor Kathy Hochul said the statewide school mask requirement will end on March 2nd, making a shift that reflects a decline in COVID-19 cases and decreased risks from the Omicron variant. Mr. Adams said the final decision on the city's vaccine requirement and the school mask mandate would come Friday following a full week of school. While the state will no longer mandate face masks at school, counties and cities that want to keep the requirement in place have authority to do so, Ms. Hochul said. Parents are also allowed to send their children to school in masks if they wish. And 
Nearly half of the 500 million free COVID-19 tests the Biden administration recently made available to the public still have not been claimed as virus cases plummet and people feel less urgency to test. While demand swings have been a subplot in the pandemic, from vaccines to hand sanitizer, along with tests. On the first day of the White House test giveaway in January, covidtest.gov received over 45 million orders. Now officials say fewer than 100,000 orders a day are coming in for the packages of four free rapid tests per household. The White House says Americans have placed 68 million orders for packages of tests, which leaves about 46% of the stock of tests still available to be ordered. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.